Everybody, we got a brand new Swim Run 101 episode for you. The top five tips for new swim runners. So if you're new to the sport of swim run, stay tuned. This is all for you. If you're not new, stay tuned as well. Yeah. You'll enjoy it. Yeah. the Low Tide Boys, a Swim Run podcast. I'm Chip. I'm Chris, and this is episode 132 of the show. As Chipper mentioned, this week we have a new installment to our ad hoc Swim Run 101 series. In this episode, we're discussing our quote-unquote official Low Tide Boys top five tips for new swim runners entering the sport. We get these questions a lot, and since we're on a mission to get as many people into the sport as possible, we thought that we would lay out our best thinking on what you should be thinking about your new entree into this awesome sport that we love. Um, also, because we're the first to say that we don't have it all figured out, we asked some of our friends slash Uber experienced swim runners for their insights that we'll share along the way. So huge thanks to Marcus, Amy and Trista, and Bronwyn and Greg for their help in getting this episode together. So let's just jump right in and do it. So tip one, start swimming more. Yeah. Well, Swim run is more than just alternating swimming and running at its purest. It's a sport where the participants try to move seamlessly through nature on their way from point A to point B. So. Yeah, so this mindset is obviously the best way for you to approach a race, right? That being said, you should start swimming more. And why do we say that? Because basically the stronger swimmer you become, the more likely that you'll have a positive experience at your first event. I mean, to put it another way, unlike running legs where you can walk, stop, take a break, take a poop, whatever you need to do, during swim legs, you kind of just have to get them done. And the more confident of a swimmer you are, the less likely that your event will be an ordeal. Yeah. And for us personally, I, we are enjoyment levels. If it was a graph, our enjoyment levels started going up as also our swim fitness started increasing as well, because those swim legs, rather than swimming is usually something that has some fear, some bit yeah. of fear or trepidation for people. Mm-hmm. And if that could be less of that and you get from entering the swim to exiting faster, you have more energy to run and more endurance. Yeah. It just becomes more fun. Yeah. Just mentally, it's just, it just makes it so much more fun. So if you've already been swimming, then incorporate some buoys and paddles, like try to simulate where you're going to be wearing during a race to make sure you have paddles that are the right size for you. We have episodes on how to figure that out. Um, and if you're not sure where to get started with swimming, we we definitely recommend that you check out Tower 26 Coaching. They have this awesome online swim coaching program that Chipper and I did mm-hmm. that helped us. I mean, safe to say it was it was a game changer in terms of providing structure yeah. and consistency to mm-hmm. our swim, which structure and consistency I would attribute to be the two biggest things that sure. sort of helped us really kind of break through on our swim. 100%. Swim game. And Tower 26 is great. And we've had Jerry Rodriguez on the show. I think he's a genius. Read his book. Mm-hmm. Um, very smart mind. Very smart mind for this stuff. He, he, All he trains is open water swimming, which obviously swim runs happen in open water. So if you have, you're going to your no, local master's program and doing backstroke and breaststroke and butterfly and stuff, that's not necessarily going to help you with swim run. And, and approaching it from the perspective of, you know, improving your open water skills yeah. is uh, is kind of a good way to think about it. And as you may have noticed when you're looking at a swim run, there seems to be a lot of gear involved here. So as Chris touched on there, swimming more, that also would include swimming more with the gear that you're going to be racing with. 
So at least a, a few swim workouts a week, Chris and I are doing our workouts with our paddles and our buoy. Mm-hmm. So that helps you get used to those things. It also helps the paddles help you kind of build up your shoulder strength. And that way, when you do use them in a race or whenever you go to do a swim run, it's going to be that much easier and you're not going to have massive levels of fatigue in totally. your shoulders because you've never used these paddles before. Well, our very first swim run, California swim run, my shoulders were smoked after the second swim. <laughs> I do remember that as well. And it I'm was mine like, too. <laughs> it, was, it was bad. Um, so anyway, that's, that's our tip one. But because it's our show and we just do whatever we want, we have a bonus tip. We're calling it 1B. And that is you should eat and drink more than you think you're going to need to regardless of your previous experience. This is something that we've come to lately, but now realize how fundamental it is to have yes. a good experience because it's really amazing how many calories you can burn while swim running. Um, and you should be practicing your nutrition the same way you're practicing a race strategy. In fact, uh, Bronwyn and Greg of team Boston Wet Sox, aka the most successful American team in the history of the sport of swim run, they recommend the same and add that, like, if you're having negative thoughts, it might be because you're hungry. You're just hang- you're getting hangry. Yeah. So, I mean, that point is really well taken. So, you know, we have episodes on that as well. But essentially thinking about um, for these adventures to do them well, you really have to make sure that you're focusing on what you're eating and drinking um, along with everything else. Yeah, and absolutely. And it's hard to take in that nutrition and fuel when you're swimming. So it, it is a little bit of the nuanced thing that does take some time that you definitely want to practice with. The more you practice, the more comfortable you become over time. Yeah. And if we were doing a drinking game, I think practice would be the, you know, drink on practice because we're going to mention yeah. that a lot. It's like everything in this, the more you practice, the better. So Absolutely. Tip two. Let's go for Shall it. we do it? Don't stress over swarm run gear. I think this is probably the number one topic of questions that we get. Mm-hmm. What? What suit do I need? What paddles? What shoes? What socks? What underwear? What goggles? People are stressing out over it. And we get it. We are obsessed and we also love our own gear. We love it. So um, our best advice to you, and this is why it's tip two, try not to stress over it. You can definitely get a swim run specific wetsuit. And that's a good idea at some point if you're, you're into the sport and you want to kind of level up your, your fun experience. But you know what? You can get that old triathlon wetsuit take a pair of scissors to it and you can go out and have some fun yourself if you're worried about shoes you don't need to go and drop three hundred dollars on some carbon fiber whatever shoes use your old trail shoes that dunk them in a bucket lift them up does water come out of them they're good enough to rock and roll for the first (laughs) one so get to it yep um one of our things that we dearly love about swim run is the diy pull buoy so just the DIY aspect in general. I think yes. it's so great. Yes. So, so great. similar to the trail shoe bit, you can kind of, we've seen people drill holes in it to help with the draining of the trail shoe. The pull buoy is something that you, if you look online, you'll see these giant European, we call them Mondo Euro pull buoys. Um, you can use the, the same one that you've been using since high school swim practice, just a little one. There's videos how to rig that up to mount it kind of on the side of your leg and what that will help you do is get your body in a better, better position when you're swimming. So it is mm-hmm. it is helpful, but you don't need to go out and spend tons of money on on getting the the latest and greatest swim run gear. You can make do with what you have already. For sure, for sure. Definitely like experiment with what you have around, find out what works, 
this does not have to be a big investment. Um, while we would recommend at least a swim run specific wetsuit because you can get those used, you can borrow them from us. There's you can rent them at races. Yep. That probably will give you the most bang for your buck in terms of gear that you should get. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the other stuff you can have it lying around. Now, all this being said, Brahman and Greg, they highly, highly recommend when I asked them what their top five tips were mm-hmm. the first one was use a tether and the second one okay. was use a pool buoy <laughs> yeah so when these when these two talk we listen so we we had to add that in there it's like don't stress about gear but if you're going to use gear here's two pieces that are super important and um and we we came up with a little list like if you're insisting on getting new gear here's what we would call kind of like your hierarchy of things to get yeah just mentioned that a swimmer wetsuit Two, I think, um, I don't know, Chipper, if you agree with this, but a Euro-style pool buoy, Mondo Euro-style pool buoy, I mean, yeah. they're really great. They work really well, really help you get stay good posture in the water, keep your legs up. Mm-hmm. They're a big game changer. Um, swim paddles, number three be swim paddles that are the right size for you. So you might yeah. see, you might be on Instagram seeing people with the trash can lids. Those people have incredible shoulders. <laughs> Not for us. The yeah. low tie boys, we use, no. we're, we use size medium and we're proud of it. Yep. Yep. And if, you know, we have, we have an episode where we're, where John Stevens um, mentions that you need to use the paddle that allows you to maintain the best technique. Mm-hmm. So, so that's something to think about there. And then the fourth thing would be sort of swimmer specific or well draining trail shoes with good lugs on them. Um, again, that would definitely be last on our list because you probably have a pair of trail shoes hanging around that you can use. Um, but we, yeah. Yeah. I, that list obviously gets co-signed by me. I mean, for sure shoes, I, I could grab any, any trail shoes and I think I would be just fine doing any sort of swim run mm-hmm, out there. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. so Tristan, Amy from team Adorka roll, they recommend that before you say, well, I, I'd never use X, Y, Z piece of gear or, something that you see online, <laughs> take a look at what most other swim runners are using and kind of be willing to go out there and try something new since it's probably a good reason why, why other people are, are using it. So yeah. there's a lot, obviously the sport's very popular in Europe, particularly Sweden. So if you're following any of those kind of Instagram accounts, you'll see people around. And I mean, Chris and I love to kind of like nerd out on stuff like, oh, zooming in. Oh, what buoy yeah. do they have? What mm-hmm. paddles? They're up at the kind of the point in and they've been doing it for a long time. They generally have a pretty good sense of, of what it's, of what's going on. So, you know, go with the flow, so to speak. Yeah. And that's really similar to what Marcus Barton, AKA Mr. Low Tide Boy 2020, also the most experienced swim runner in America. He suggests that you kind of use the current level of swim run gear, sort of the evolution of where we are now, kind of what you're saying, like, what are people in Sweden wearing? Like, what does it seem to be like the average kit that you're seeing in, yeah. at these races and use that at your baseline? And and he's like, you'll thank yourself later, which I think we would totally co-sign on that because the technology is changing and it's really exciting because yes. the sport is so young and it's developing and evolving. Yep. I mean, we've seen the wetsuits evolve. Now we're in like the third evolution of them, which is super exciting. Mm-hmm. You know, so so you at least want to be, <laughs> if you're coming into it, you at least come into where people are at. Yeah. That's, don't, you know, don't get an iPhone 3 when there's a 10. That's a good point for sure. And we also have another resource on Facebook for you called the Swim Run Swap Meet. So a little uh, online group, everyone, you could post your Swim Run gear, what you're looking for, what you don't have. Hey, I'm Chipper. I'm 
six foot. I wear 180 pounds and I'm just getting into swim run. Does anybody have a wetsuit that I could buy off of them or borrow? You'll probably get like 10 responses in 30 minutes of people wanting to give you wetsuits. And most of them will be from me. Yeah. So <laughs> that is that about swim run gear. Easy to go down the rabbit hole. Totally not necessary for Try that. not to. We also, this is a great episode to, to head on over to lowtieboys.com and check the show notes. We have 132 ep, 131 other episodes plus that we talk about all sorts of stuff. And we have all those linked in here, including the link to the Swim Run Swap Meet and episodes with everyone here. So have all that there. follow along online as well. You ready for tip three? Let's do it. This is, uh, I feel like I've, I'm kind of trademarking this. Yeah, I, I see. You're driving it home. <laughs> I am. I'm trying to. And, and so tip number three is swim running is cold business. Now, understanding that you'll be wet for the better part of two hours at a minimum means that managing body temperature is important to do correctly. What that means, how we, how we describe it and we mentioned in previous shows is, is quote unquote heat management to make sure you're not cooking in your wetsuit or shivering during your swims. And this takes a lot of practice. Mm-hmm. Using the correct gear to help mitigate you know, what the elements throw at you can only be done through trial and error. This is something that you really want to try to get right because nothing makes for a bad swim run experience if you're DNFing because, you know, you can't feel your feet or something. Yeah. yeah I mean, this is something that obviously takes time to learn. You're not going to just know what works for you because you sort of have to test it. And like Marcus said before, try to get in some swim run practices. So if you have a swim run race coming up, try to go and get wet swim maybe five or 10 minutes, go out and do a run, come back and swim and do that a few times. You kind of get a sense of what works for you. So Chris and I know that, hey, for me, if I get really hot on the run, on a long run, Mm -hmm. and I have like a certain time or mileage in my head that I know, okay, if it's going to be over 25 minutes or something, or I need to think about how am I going to not be so hot on this run because I'm running in a wetsuit. Okay, let me take my swim cap off, step one. Mm-hmm. Let me unzip my swim run wetsuit, step two. Okay, let's see how I'm feeling now. Let us let me go run another couple minutes and see how I feel. And we learned this stuff just from practicing and doing different races and doing different swim run practices. Totally. If you know, uh, you know you're going to be doing an eight-mile run, you might want to cab down, which is where you actually sometimes stop, take your the whole suit. top of your wetsuit down where you're just running with the bottoms on mm-hmm. and you're going there and then that with your cap off i think you'll probably be in a pretty good place would have been in a better place than i was at lake james that's <laughs> yeah for sure. that's for sure um yeah and then on the same end if you're someone that gets really cold uh you're lucky enough that several different swim run equipment companies are coming out with different thermal type things there's thermal swim caps you can add there's thermal vests that you can wear underneath your wetsuit there's wetsuits with different thermal properties there's some that are have none there's some that are made for cold water there's arm sleeves there's gloves there's socks there's a lot of stuff to help try to keep you warm so whatever end of the spectrum if you're like i get really hot or i get really cold easily Mm -hmm. there is equipment that can definitely help you on these two ends of the spectrum. yeah and you know just a happy bonus to this if your swimmer partner is one that just constantly complains about not wanting to be cold there's a lot of gear to kind of shut them up. Just kind of take that excuse off of... <laughs> Just tell know. them to run harder. Yeah, we're talking about Lee. 
Put oh, them yeah. out there. <laughs> uh, put them on blast in this episode, huh? <laughs> yes, we have we have some folks that that do tend to run very cold, for sure. Yeah, so, but you know, it's 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 probably not the most obvious tip, but one that we know if this is to try to have the most fun, positive first experience, you don't want to be melting and you don't want to be freezing. Yeah, definitely. And that just takes practice. So figuring out how to manage your own heat situation is tip three. Now on to tip four. This one is uh, you can't buy, Chris. You can't go to the store and buy this. (laughs) You can't. Tip four, find your swim run mindset. So as a late Jeff Cole one of the founders of Odyssey's Casco Bay race would say, swim run is not triathlon. Swim run is an adventure sport. And it's less of a time trial and more of a journey from point A to point B. Now, Chris and I both love triathlon. We, we've done many of them in the past. but we That's think, how we met. That's how we met. What we think makes swim run great is that it takes you places both physically and mentally, and it's just different than triathlon. So, one thing that we kind of always say is that if you're the the type of triathlete that is looking at your watch and like this bike leg is a quarter mile too short or too long, you kind of kind of got to like release that attitude mm-hmm. a little bit because sure. swim run is all about things not being how they should and you just kind of got to deal with it. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons that we always recommend swim run to triathletes and we think swim run's great for triathletes, not just because they're ostensibly kind of fit for swimming and running. Yeah. Um, but because it's just such a nice change of pace from those type of events. And I know back in my triathlon heyday, I mean, swimming would have been perfect prescription for... We probably would have blown a gasket races. at the first one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when we finally did Casco, that was just, you know, it was it's like we finally found what we were looking for kind of thing. Um, helping with your swimmer mindset... Bronwyn and Greg suggest that you incorporate swimming practices where you test out your equipment, but also practice transitions. It's easy to feel frustrated heading in and out of the water, um, but practicing even just a couple times can really help a difference uh, with your confidence and help you find, you know, your happy place that we think are yeah, super important. Absolutely there. That's that's a really good thing there. And from the triathlon, oh, you know, uh, get out from the swim, go run to T1 and grab your bike kind of thing. Well, imagine you doing that, but over and over and over, in and out of the water, in and out of the water yeah. for however long you're doing your swim run for. Um, so it's something to practice. And the better you kind of become and the more natural it becomes for you to to do that, again, the happier you'll be and the more you will enjoy the sport. Totally, totally. So, yeah, so there's a few other things that we think are core to kind of finding the swim run mindset. And as we kind of mentioned before, it's like you got to be comfortable kind of dealing with ambiguity. And, you know, it is a, the courses aren't marked as great because you're going from island to island or, you know, across lakes and stuff. So you just have to kind of go with the flow, practice heads up racing. And that's whether you're racing solo or working with your partner. Mm-hmm. You know, help any other swim runner that's in need out there. Don't litter. Pick up any trash that you see. And most importantly, like, enjoy the adventure. Like, it Absolutely. really is an adventure. And, and the more you go into it with that mindset, the more you're going to be sort of primed for having a good one. I mean, one of the things about Swim Run, it started from adventure racing. And so there's a lot of ethos in there that just make it really all about just experiencing nature, mm-hmm. leaving it better than you found it, taking care of one another. There's just all these really good vibes that if you can kind of find them, 
vibes is the wrong word because that's a little foreshadowing for a little Ooh. later. But, you know, if you can find that mindset, you're setting yourself up to have a great first event. If you're expecting, as you mentioned, Chipper, like, you know. At, Every single turn, there's going to be a flag perfectly there or, like or someone waving station. a sign or something. Yeah, or yeah the, the eight station is, you know, 300 yards past from where you thought it was going to be. You kind of just have to let that go and just understand that you're you're on a journey and everyone's on the same journey as you. Yeah, absolutely. And it's and it's not how fast was your bike split or your run split. It was like, wasn't that an awesome course that we just did? Let's <laughs> yeah. go have a beer and hang out. Yep. Which leads us perfectly into tip five. Embrace the vibes. And by vibes, we mean positive, super supporting, welcoming, and fun with a capital F. And we are all in this together ethos that Swim Run promotes. The greatest thing about Swim Run is the community, and the best part is that everybody is welcome. And we try to definitely drive that home here on this show um, and with what we do uh, in, in the community. And we have totally been embraced by the community here, and we're, yeah. we're embracing the vibes for sure. Yeah, hell yeah. And, and, and I think it's up to all of us to kind of exude the same vibe you know like we want this we we all think this sport is awesome a lot of people are doing everything they can to help grow it and do it in the right way and yeah like just trying to keep it positive if you listen to the show a lot you know i'm big into rasta it's all about you know (laughs) gotta stay positive man yeah and marcus recommends that folks try out as many different events as they can so each one's unique, has its own beauties of the sport. Some are more swim heavy. Some are more technical trail heavy. Some have a good mix of both. It's just, it, it, it throws everything at you. And again, tying sort of the mindset with the vibes. If you have both these things, you're just going to have a great time and you're going to want to be coming back for more. Totally, totally. Tristan, Amy, they added that, you know, they recommend that people ask questions at Absolutely. some point. Everyone was new and had the same questions as you. And swim runners love talking about swim run. Now, ain't that the truth? Yeah. <laughs> and folks are happy Drink. to share, you know, what's worked for them. And, you know, in many ways, this podcast was born out of the fact that we didn't know anyone that we could ask our beginner questions. Mm-hmm. And we were just kind of figuring out in the dark as we were going along. And really, this show is basically like an over-engineered way of us helping folks make, not make the same mistakes that we made. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So our DMs are open. Our email address is lowtideboys at gmail.com. And that's boys with a Z, mind you. Head on over to lowtideboys.com for many, many episodes, YouTube videos, tutorials, written articles, places to do swim run. I mean, we try to bring it all to you here. Um, If you're new, we recommend particularly we have a swim run 101 series, which is very much beginner focused about, um, you know, how to find a good partner. What's the swim run tether, all sorts of things like that. So check those out. If you feel like you have passed those with flying colors, take a look at the episode, the swim run 201 episodes, which is kind of what we have coined our like advanced topics. So some a little <laughs> yeah. bit more this, I know it's so ridiculous. <laughs> it's all ridiculous. <laughs> some more nuanced type stuff about, Oh, uh, paddle hieroglyphics. Yeah. Ooh, what is Heads that? Heads up racing. Heads up racing. The swim, swim run, run flow. flow. <laughs> Whoa. What is this stuff? You'll check yeah. it out. Head on over to the 201 episode. All these there. courses are pass or fail, but everyone passes. So yeah. it's, it's great. The vibe check is a pretty easy pass <laughs> from low tie boys here. 
So yeah, that's it. Those are our five tips. Now, if you've done a swim run or you're newer and or you've done a million like Marcus, what are your top five tips? Yeah, send them to us. Send them to us. We're we're curious what what you think. Post on Instagram and tag us and we'll be sure to share those out. But yeah. Yeah. Welcome to Swarm Run. Welcome to the Low Tide Boys. Yeah, if uh, people are talking your ear off about Swarm Run and you don't want to explain it for the hundredth time, just send them this episode. Yeah, easy. I'm trying to help you guys out. Absolutely. Well, till next time, we'll see you guys out there. Yeah. Well, that's it for this week's episode. Thanks so much for listening to the show. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a review since that's the best way to help other people discover the show and the support of Swim Run. Sign up for a newsletter at lowtideboys.com. That's boys with a Z. And check out our meme page at the Low Tide Boys on Instagram. If you have any suggestions for the show or questions for us, send us a DM or an email at lowtideboys at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Riding Easy Records for our show music and, of course, our wives for their support and tolerance of all our swim run activities, podcast, and other stuff. Yeah, other stuff. Other way stuff. To, way to keep it PG. Finally, you can support our efforts on Patreon. Until next time, get out there and go for a swim. Go for a run. Then another swim. Then another run. And then another swim. And then another run. And then just keep going. So you're done. So you're done. Or maybe can't stop, stop all stuff. <laughs>